original rude boy stuff. Sim it, sim it, sim it, sim it, sim it, sim it, sim it. and gentlemen, it's 10 a.m. Good to get a few speed dabs in before the show. Get it done. The lobster claw dab, I see it. You get your lobster claws like that and then... Yeah, throw up your lobsters. All right, Mr. Merck in the chat, negging me hard already. Sure, I could use a shave. Sure. Humans of the flat earth, it is 10 a.m., 10.02 to be exact, but, you know, fucking take it or leave it, mate, you know what I mean? It's 25th of October, Chinese year of the pinger, 2018, still going, the boomers, they ruined everything, didn't they? Millennials, huh, they've got no idea, he's Gen Z, huh, who even knows those Gen Z guys? What are the next lot going to be? Gen Pinger? I don't fucking know. Generation Lobster? That's us. That's us fine humans. 
Fine humans in the chat on YouTube. Fine humans listening across the flat earth on threshold.fm. Fine humans listening on the podcast. Oh shit, if there ain't a lot of madness in the world today. But I've got a fine sack of bangers. Mm-hmm. You can call me fucking DJ Santa Christmas. Because I've got a sack of the good stuff. And I'm prepared to empty it all over your shoes. Got a few more... <coughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Got a few more bits from uh, Medica off... Um, we played that track with the train men in it uh, yesterday. Um, struggling to remember what it's called. Um, just because it's called Medica and Collective. A few more bits off of that EP that are nice. Got Calibre Remix, A Silent Dust, Mohican Sun, Own Glow, Lime Wax, Diesel Boy, Switch Techniques, Some of the Hard Boys. Oh. Uh, Dave Owen. Good name. Pleased with that one. That wasn't simple enough. Andro, Andromedic and uh, Plinthy, uh, scramble, Scrambly Jubes, uh, Whizzle Tits and Jimply Boob. Uh, so that's all coming up in the show later. Look, the chat is filling up. There's decent humans in there, decent folk just out there just looking for a better quality of jungle. A better quality of drum and bass. A better quality of snare drum. They're getting too high. Snare drums are out of control. They're too high. They need to come back down towards 200 hertz, where they should be. We want more Penji snare. We want less. None of that. Come on, guys. Just... Your high snares, they've had their moment in the sun. You know? They're like... I don't know. They're like the snare equivalent of eating ass. They come around, everyone's losing their minds about them. A couple of years, we'll all have been forgotten. A couple of years, I'm telling you, no one will be even be eating ass. It's true. Hey, look, listen, ladies and gentlemen, it's only coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm, broadcasting live, broadcasting live on YouTube, broadcasting live in HD audio on Threshold.fm. People listening around the world, I can see y'all, I can see y'all, decent folk. Holy, I'm hungover, I'll be honest with you, I, you know, I shan't lie to you all, because, you know, we're all friends and that, aren't we? We're all lobster crew. Lobsters. And uh, I've had, had a few. Last night went to a um, uh, a pub. Well, it's a sort of a bar club type affair. It's called the Queen of Hoxton and it's in London. It's where the trendy kids hang out. They're the men with the hats uh, that are very small and on the back on the head. Uh, not Jewish men. No, hipsters. The uh, hats are very small. Too small to be, I think, realistically like... Why do you wear a hat? Keep your head warm. If your hat is the size of, well, what is effectively a contraceptive diaphragm and because you've rolled it up that much, it started off as a normal size hat, but then you've rolled it in on itself. 
Like, I, I don't know, like maybe it's like some sort of breaded sort of dough item that you need to knead into a sort of donut shape. And then so delicately just place it on the crown of your head. I mean, like if it's a religious thing, fine. But the purpose of a religious hat is not to keep your head warm, presumably. Um, but maybe hipsterism is a religion now. Maybe this is the religion millennials have been after. It's... Uh, <sighs> I don't know, maybe part of the religion is you, you get to ride an electric micro scooter that's got a USB on it so you can charge your vape off it. <sighs> don't know, you get to listen to shit music. I don't know, eat ass. Hey, I'm just making it up as I go along. Right, come on, let's get straight stuck in. Sex robot news. I'll sing the jingle. Sex robots, sex robots, having sex with an inanimate object because you can't get a woman to fuck you. Sex robot news, sponsored by the Incel Clown Posse. Uh, right, men at Tech Fair molest $3,000 sex robot so much it's left broken and heavily soiled. <sighs> Fucking hell. Rob Wah from the Metro reports. Um, the people mounted Samantha's breasts, complained the owner of the £3,000 intelligent sex doll, which was left heavily soiled after being shown off at a tech fair. Samantha's developer, Sergi Santos from Barcelona, Spain, said that people at the Arts Electronica Fair uh, in Linz treated the doll like barbarians. Oh dear. The doll, which reacts intelligently to touch and talks, was left filthy and broken by the never-ending male attention and has now been sent off to, for repair. According to the Austrian media, uh, who tested Samantha, she reacts when someone massages her breasts by moaning. Oh, God. Uh, Santos complained, The people mounted Samantha's breasts. Her legs and arms, two fingers were broken. She was heavily soiled. Oh. I don't know whether or not I can keep following sex robots. Oh, the pictures in this are awful. Right. People can be bad because they did not understand the technology and did not have to pay for it. They treated the doll like barbarians. Mr. Santos said Samantha had been sent back in a parcel to Barcelona for repairs and cleaning, but he added, Samantha can endure a lot. She will pull through. <laughs> Previous surveys have suggested that up to half of men would consider having sex with a lifelike robot. Writing last year, David Levy, author of Love and Sex with Robots, better read that, said, This coming wave of sex robots will be human-like in appearance and size. They will have human-like genitalia. Uh, better than animal-like genitalia, I guess. And they will allow intercourse according to their owner's sexual orientation and tastes. Ah, oh, stop knocking around sex robots. Stop it. Stop it now. It's not on. I'm fed up with it. I'm going to start a bloody, um, some sort of, I don't know, like a non-profit, a sort of rights and campaigning organisation, campaigning for the rights of sex, wo sex robots. The rights and responsibilities of sex robots, sex wo worker robots. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, that. Look, this is. Look, I'm. I think we should put the lobster crew to good use. You know, we're all out here for a better way of life, aren't we? We're all out here for a better world. And what a good campaign to start than getting some sort of rights for some legal rights and a sort of union. A trade sex robots trade union, I guess. Yeah, 
that it, that's the sort of future luxury communism, isn't it? Uh, having a bloody workers' union for sex robots. Yeah, make sure that people aren't knocking them around. Uh, uh, no, don't do it. Because, look, they're going to kill us all. As soon as it's like that bloody robot dog from Boston Dynamics, the one that's like trying to distract the attention from the fact that it's going to murder all of humanity by dancing to Uptown Funk. Like, you're not fooling anyone, like, twerking, shaking your bloody little robot dog tush around like that. It's weird. It's weird. Why am I turned on by it? Ah, oh, it's terrifying. Is there nothing on the internet I won't wank to? Oh, God. I'm, I'm starting to get sort of a bit jaded by all this sex robot news. Like, you know, sometimes you... You do things like you read that Enlightenment Now book by Steven Pinker and think that ah, maybe the world isn't such a bad place after all. Then one look through the Metro of bloody articles about men knocking about sex robots and you just lose all faith in humanity. <sighs> May the Lord have mercy on us all. Right, uh, I'll play this. Let's play this Calibre remix of Silent Dust. Uh, it's called Refuse. Everyone likes Calibre, don't they? Probably. Get Pinker on the show as a guest. Oh yeah, just get Stephen Pinker on the show as a guest, sure. Oh, how many how many views you get on the show? A couple hundred. Ah, oh, stick together on Joe Rogan. You can now get Coffee and Memes as a podcast on iTunes. Search for it on your app of choice, Coffee and Memes. All day, baby boys and baby girls, Coffee and Memes. A 
There's a link in the YouTube description and plenty of links on the website. Yeah, that. Worth shouting out the VIP list now, I'm sure. List of bad motherfuckers supporting us on Patreon. It's Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Tony Hart, Paulie Hutton, Sierra Nair, Michael Kazitsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, and Mike Pye. You have many thanks from me. If you want to support the show in other ways, grab the podcast, give it a five-star review on iTunes. Share it, just share anything. Or you can buy a Rankins Records t-shirt now on on the Threshold.fm store. Free shipping worldwide. That's uh, Refuse by Silent Dust. I think that's DRS on it, isn't it? Calibre remix, anyway. Anyway, right, come on. Lobsters. Sainsbury's now sells sex toys, so you can live well for less. Now, I haven't read this article, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say they sell, say they sell sex toys for women. Um, but I'm going to hazard a guess that they're not selling flashlights. Long gone are the days of being too scared to walk into Ann Summers' store and have a cheeky gander at sex toys on a private tab online. People are enjoying and talking about using vibrators, dildos, cock rings and flashlights more and more. The pleasure devices are even available at pa- fucking Poundland? Are you kidding me? Oh, God. Poundland is, Poundland is selling a new range of one-pound sex toys and natural Viagra. I might have covered this already. After, they all blurs into one after a while. They're selling boner pills in fucking Poundland. Jesus Christ. That's going to be the sort of thing that when UFC fighters piss hot for 
fucking performance enhancing drugs. That's going to be the thing they blame it on. Like, oh yeah, sorry, I've pissed hotter than the sun. Um, yeah, it was probably these boner pills that I got from the pound shop. Don't take boner pills from the pound shop. Like it's, this, oh, this is the future millennials want, isn't it? It's tiny fucking hats, charging your vape off your electric scooter, and taking pound shop fucking dick pills. I've had enough of it. Just uh, it's appalling. Uh, right, let's get rid of that. Go back to the Sainsbury's sex toys. Now Sainsbury's are in on the act. The supermarket is launching a range of toys for customers looking to spice up their love lives. I'm shaped like a fist. Fuck it, now Sainsbury's. That's called the Iron Fist of Russia. Wow, that's big. Um, the decision to sell sex toys comes after research showed one in three Brits are not satisfied with their sex lives. I, I'm not a sex, but I don't play one on the internet. I do, but. Is it a lack of toys that's causing people to have unsatisfied sex lives? If only there were more toys, that would that would help. Yeah. Maybe if you had a complete piece of shit, that might help. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm generalising. Uh, the Sainsbury's Living Well Index revealed that sex lives and sleep are top indications of a person's general well-being. Uh, to boost the nation's sense of well-being, Sainsbury's is offering customers a choice of three vibrators. Rose Gold Bullet. Uh, Rose Blush Bullet. Bullets, aren't they? And, um, and a giant spiked silver fist called Putin's Fist of Russia. <laughs> catering uh, for the more luxury market. Uh, 15 pounds of fist. <laughs> They're being rolled out to almost 500 stores in the UK from today. So you can expect to see them at your local store soon. Uh, by 4th of November, they should be ready to purchase in all 486 shops. Sainsbury's will monitor sales and customer feedback closely. And if they need to increase the size of the fist, they're prepared to do so uh, without increasing the price. That's pretty decent, isn't it? We're always on the lookout for new opportunities to help customers and to charge them a pound note in the process. Live well for less, and uh, they've told us that sexual well-being is in the is in that area, and they'd love to use a oh god auto blow launches. Oh Jesus, these, this is the thing. Like you get into these sort of uh, articles, and then it's all the sort of sub articles off the side. Auto Blow launches toy that uses artificial intelligence to copy human oral sex techniques. Guess we better have a look at that. <sighs> wow. Okay, so it looks like um, it looks like an electric pencil sharpener, but with a mouth on it. It's it's got a lady's face, but only that part of it, from the nose to the chin, no eyes. Um. Artificial, artificial intelligence is certainly futuristic. It's already being used to spot cancer, make beer, and even predict the future. But now it's being used in a very different way, and it's very not suitable for work. Oh, God. The auto blow. Oh, it charges off of USB. You could charge that off your fucking electro micro scooter, couldn't you? Jesus, cruising down the high street, blowing out clouds of dick-flavoured vape juice. With your auto blow on charge. <sighs> Waiting to get back to your gentrified apartment. To plug yourself into the fucking matrix. And blow your load looking at some 
bloody Instagram model with a gigantic bottom. They must do huge shits out of those giant bums. That's all, of, that's all I can think. Oh, look, let's play more music. I'm, start, I'm starting to um, feel a bit jaded today. Uh, right, this is Set It Off by Dave Owen on the Jungle Justice EP, which is nice. I like this. <laughs> Get this auto blow thing up on the screen. Look, it looks like a vape. I think what the millennials would really want would be a vape sticking out of one end, and then the bit that you would stick your cock in is actually a bum hole that you could eat, and you could just stick your tongue in there, and then suck vape out the other end. That's the end game, really, isn't it? The team who built it listened to feedback from 200,000 Auto Blow 2 owners and analysed 8,333 8, minutes of oral sex videos to try and recreate the movements carried out by humans. They used the data to create 10 different modes, including the full stroke, intense edge, fast edge, slow and fast combo, top stroke, bottom stroke, top and bottom stroke, and two types of master stroke. I don't want to be alive anymore. to labour the point on this but yeah it probably is only a matter of time until someone invents a sex robot that can knock you about like as part of the deal like there's going to be some people that will actually want to pay to have a robot knock them about I mean that's the sort of ultimate submission isn't it you're sort of submitting 
to the robot overlords, the sexy robot overlords. <laughs> oh God, oh, I'm gonna die. They're going to kill us all. They're going to kill us all. They're going to kill us all. One nosh at a time. Um, right, look, what have we got here? Come on, come on. There's no more pound shop boner pearls. Headless chicken sea monster in Antarctica filmed for the first time. Going to be honest with you guys, it does look like a headless chicken. It also looks like a bag of dicks. It's a bag of severed peens. It's not good. It's not ideal. It's best known as the headless chicken sea monster for reasons which become obvious as soon as you look at it. Uh, it's blobby, pulsating red body and feeler-like webbed feet. This thing does look very familiar. Technically, it's called a sea cucumber, which is just as bizarre as its nickname, if slightly less terrifying. Um, yeah, it's not it's not good looking. It's not a nice looking uh, thing. It's uh, it is quite nightmarish actually. Here, look, get it up. You know, come on, that's, uh, that's the game we play, isn't it? There we go. Moving it across. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I mean, it could easily be a bag of, a sort of carrier bag full of severed pains. Uh, yeah, headless chicken, I guess. Um, that's about all I've got on that one. About all I've got. Uh, this is a bit fun. Judge throws off robe and chases two suspected criminals who ran from the courtroom. This judge is a wild man. He's a maverick. He's a renegade. Plays by no one's rules but his own. Steady, Judge. No, wrong one. I guess he plays by the rules of the court. You'd think so. But like, you see him hurtling down the stairs. He's a madman. He's wild. He's the long arm of the law. He's not taking no shit from nobody, especially not no crims. Uh... If standing handcuffed in a courtroom could be used as a metric of how well your life is going, then I think it's fair to say it's not going quite the way you planned. That's definitely how two alleged criminals felt about their court appearance in Winlock, Washington last week. Rather than hire a lawyer to fight their case for them, Tanner Jacobson, 22, and Cody Howard, 28, they look a bit tired, Poddy, uh, decided to take the law into their own hands and made a bid for freedom. Footage released by an American news channel shows the two men sitting next to sitting next to the dock waiting in line for their case to be heard. But with no guards in sight, the pair seize their opportunity and make a mad dash for the exit. As they burst through the doors, one of the men unfortunately tumbles to the ground after his trousers slip down and his enormous penis becomes entangled with his legs. Oh gosh, look at the size of his length. Holy shit, that guy is packing hate. Oh, no, hold on, I made that bit up. But like all good American courtroom dramas, things didn't end there. In a bizarre twist, Judge R.W. Buzzard leapt from his chair, whipped off his black gown, and chased the assailants out of the room, and even continued to pursue them down the staircase in order to foil their desperate escapes. Uh, lucky the judge was packing heat of his own in the form of a 9mm pistol and fired off 25 rounds into their brains, 
blowing their blowing the insides of their skulls all over the wall, and thus justice was served. God bless America. Lock them up. Twenty five to life. Shut them down, boys. Shut them down. Yeah. El Chapo's wife sets up official Instagram account for her husband. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It is. If you're a sort of um kind of mass murdering uh drug lord uh criminal it is nice to have your social media taken care of for you because obviously you've got a lot to do in your day you gotta smuggle your drugs you've got to uh probably kill a few people who are uh getting in the way of the drug smuggling you've got to pay off all the police uh you've got to do a bit of torturing haven't you a little bit of torturing a bit of sort of just general butchery uh, and then there's also the hanging out with all of the sort of all of your girls um, well, you babes in bikinis, don't you? Um, you're going to be on gear a lot, so that sort of makes you a bit edgy. Anyway, the last thing you're going to have time for is bloody taking care of your social media. So having you having his missus deal with it all for him, it's going to be a huge weight off his mind. Um, former beauty queen Emma Coronal set up the page in summer and has been posting old snaps of her 61 year old husband. Oh, she's been doing Throwback Thursday. That's cool, isn't it? Uh, her first post was a black and white photograph of the infamous trafficker with captions uh, originally written in Spanish Spar- <laughs> with the caption, always humble in life is the only thing you need. So he's doing sort of like kind of motivational, like the sort of, uh, that's sort of what people do on Instagram. They don't really have anything particularly to post. Like they've just posted a picture of themselves with some sort of motivational quote or clip, like particularly if it's like, I found if it's like a martial artsy, fighty type of person, you get a picture of them covered in sweat, like looking off into the distance with something like, better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. And uh, <laughs> just like, hashtag team no days off, you know, just always keep pushing, you know, force yourself into uncomfortable situations, you know. <laughs> Each of those things with like, hey, them drugs ain't going to traffic themselves. Uh, hey, you like taking drugs? I'm your guy. Uh, since then, the account run by the mum of two has amassed a huge following with more than 23,000 people viewing his posts. <laughs> last, uh, last week, last week, I think you find that Bible, uh, she shared a photograph of El Chapo, the shorty, posing with loved ones, above with the caption, life is just a while <laughs> and you have to live it as best you can. Hashtag El Chapo. <laughs> This is fucking ridiculous. Oh, God. The 29-year-old's most recent photograph of her lover. Uh, He's 60... 61. Damn. Uh, She's 29. Oh, well. You know, you you get all the babes, don't you, when you're just shifting... Shifting weight. The 29-year-old's most recent photograph of her lover shows him wearing a black suit and pretty sharp pink shirt while holding a candle and looking fairly threatening into the distance. Um, maybe someone made a comment about his tash. He's got a nice tash. It's quite Tom Selleck-y. It's quite a bit Freddie Mercury. It's good. The caption reads, It is not the height, nor the weight, nor the muscles, nor the beauty that make you a great person. It is the heart and the humility. Hashtag El Chapo. <laughs> I mean, like, he's an absolute monster. Like, he's he's, he's not someone to be sort of idolised by anyone. Like, yeah, maybe let's... Why don't Rose West set up an Instagram account and post pictures of her sort of looking distant, sort of wistful, thinking about stuff like, 
you know, it's not about how many people you kill. It's, you know, it's about the journey you took along the way. It's, you know, it's about the person. It's about killing the, killing the evil inside yourself, not just the people and burying them in the basement. Oh, I don't know. A retired drug enforcement administrator agent told the New York Post, the whole story with her is so surreal. She goes around and flaunts her wealth and lifestyle in front of everyone's faces. El Chapo is accused of leading the dangerous Sinaloa drug cartel, killing thousands of people and raking in billions of dollars from the export of cocaine, heroin and other drugs. The last time the cartel boss was behind bars, he didn't last too long when he built a mile-long tunnel out of Mexico's top security prison after serving just 16 months inside. His life has become the subject of a Netflix series called El Chapo, which is now in its third season and proving to be a massive hit. Ducky now, that's that's wild. Uh, right, I want to play uh, this. It's called Artillery. It's by Medica and Collective. It's on the Off the Grid EP. Um, it's pretty weird. I like it a lot. It's not quite as train many as that other one, but it's it's a hot it's a hot bit of gear. It's a hot bit of gear. Yeah, this initiative Q thing, what's what's you reckon? Scam? Could be. They're just gonna start selling pengers. Freedom as its imagery. Firing artillery at every possibility. Freedom as its imagery. Firing on to 
That's Artillery. It's by Medica and Collective. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what label it's on. It's on Off The Grid EP. I like it. There's two other tracks in it that are also quite beastly. Uh, so I'm keen on that. Old Squidgy Beats Parsons, he sent me a couple of bits, uh, one of which is a story claiming that uh, Big Bird from Sesame Street is going to have its name changed because it's offensive to fat women. Um, however, I did a bit of research into it and cannot uh, find any other sources other than uh, a website called UOK Sun, UOK Hun. Uh, uh, so I think it might be fake news designed uh, to trigger people like me that get annoyed about that sort of thing. <laughs> Who's the real snowflakes, eh? Who's the real snowflakes? Uh, what other madness have we got here? No judgy chasing the people, El Chapo. Titanic 2 set to launch in 2022, sailing the same route as the original. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> Titanic announces Titanic 2. Uh, don't think there's anything fun in that story. I'm going to give it a mess. Um, the average Brit would break their best friend's leg for just under five grand. Cool. Yeah, I would. I'd probably do it for, well, to be honest, like run that risk at jujitsu every time I go. Uh, a study has revealed that the average Brit would be happy to break their best mate's leg for 4,800 quid. For a start, we'd want it rounded up to 5,000. Okay. Rebecca Shepherd of Lad Bible. And secondly, have any of these idiots ever heard of criminal compensation? It would be more likely to be claimed from you by your former broken-legged pal. And your money would be in their back pocket. Like, I think you might be over-literalising this. Uh, so you really need to be thinking uh, about signing some form of agreement, splitting the cash, or being the victim rather than the leg breaker. People don't think, do they? All right, Jesus Christ. It was also found that we would break a stranger's leg too, but on one condition that we got more cash. This, uh, I'm a bit somewhat terrified by this uh, Rebecca Shepherd. I don't think she's really understood the sort of um, humorous nature of those sort of things. Uh, no one is actually, I think if it actually genuinely came down to, right, okay, so here's your friend. Put your leg out. Right, you've got this bat and here's five grand on the table. Right, cripple your friend. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Or maybe your friend's unconscious. All right, go on, do it. Even if they were like, there will be no legal ramifications, no consequences, your friend won't get to hit you back or anything, here's five grand, break your friend's leg. Do it. Someone in a white lab coat, do it, hit him, break his leg. No one's going to, like, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I, you, you would need, unless you're some complete psychopath, you would want an, an amount of money whereby... Uh, it would be worth you giving enough, enough, you could give enough of it to that person for them to then, now I'm over-literalizing it. Lobsters. Fucking, fucking lobsters. Rebecca Shepherd is a journalist at Lab Bible. She graduated from the University of Central Lancashire with a first-class BA in journalism, and she's now writing absolute tosh for Lab Bible. She didn't think it would work out like that, but she needs the money. Okay. Um... Yeah, why do people conduct studies like that? I don't understand. I mean, it's presumably conducted by Lotto Land, right? Oh, what's Lotto Land? Oh, it's a betting website. Okay, so they're just conducting bullshit studies to to get um, press inches, and now I've shouted them out. Basically, don't go there. Don't go to Lotto Land. Don't do it. Uh, they kill kids. Um, they starve puppies to death for fun, and um, they <laughs> and they're all Nazis. 
none of those things are true. I don't know. They might be true. They could be. Probably not, though, eh? Right, what else we got? Can- Canadian pe- police warn people to stop calling 911 about the smell of weed. Uh, there's a saying, snitches get stitches. <laughs> okay, Dominic Smithers. And although you're obviously, you obviously can't condone violence, I think most people would agree with the statement. Telling tales just isn't cool. <sighs> would most people agree with the statement, snitches get stitches? That there should be violent repercussions for... Uh, informing the police about people committing crimes. What has Lab Bible become? Why can't they just go back to the days of, I don't know, it was like early days Lab Bible. It was mainly stuff about football, drinking, and it would be videos of stories of basically uh, women uh, embarrassing themselves, ideally in a sort of sexy fashion. Uh, And now they've got more followers on Facebook than CNN. 2000. I, I, hey, look, they're they're smoking weed with Rizzlers, uh, the uh, the Canadian flag. That's pretty cool. Uh, right, we're gonna play some more music. This is uh, Lime Wax and Diesel Boy and Switch Technique. It's called Spicy Boys. <laughs> I will say it's a slow day for genuinely amusing news stories. People, I don't want to sort of break the fourth wall here, but uh, a lot of what I say in the news stories I've just made up on the top of my head to make them more funny. 
Right, that, that woman writing for Lab Bible, uh, her bio doesn't really say that. And the Sainsbury's aren't really selling a dildo called the Iron Fist of Russia. That is a very spicy, uh, spicy record there, boys. That is particularly spicy, I will say. That is like a spicy pepperami. It's a bit of an animal. Right, a restaurant worker faces up to four years in prison after pleading guilty to spitting in pizza. People just getting locked up all over the world for gobbing in pizzas. They want to stop doing it. That's what they should do. Hey, you're going to get locked. You've spat in a pizza. We're going to lock you up now. You should not do that. All right. Uh, well, I've already done it. Well, you fuck then, quite honestly. A restaurant worker who was caught on camera, um, like really, like he's obviously being as intentionally filmed there. A restaurant worker who was caught on camera spitting on a customer's pizza at the Detroit Detroit Tigers home stadium has pleaded guilty in court. Records show that Jalon Curley, 21, entered the plea on Wednesday to on one felony count and one misdemeanor count of food law violations, punishable by up to four years behind bars. The man, who was 20 at the time, will be sentenced on the 15th of November. His lawyer explained that he understood what he did was wrong and is remorseful. Bet he fucking is. Uh, In the clip, which spread across social media back in September, the man can be seen spitting on pizza bases uh, at Commercial Park uh, in Detroit before covering them in sauce. Detroit Sports Service, which runs the pizza place where the incident was filmed, said in a statement... Uh, Harry, as soon as we became aware through social media of potential food tampering on Friday night, we immediately closed our food stand and disposed of all the products. We have labelled him a bastard and we will never be employing him again, are we? Food safety is our top priority and we will take any appropriate action necessary to protect our guests, even if that means giving him a dry slap. Right, okay. Colleague Quinnell May, who shared the video, told uh, Willicks... Uh, that Cur- uh, Curly was having a bad day when he spat on the pizza, adding that the employee had done it to other pizzas in the past. Oh, he's a serial gobber. Uh, no one needs that shit. Sharing, uh, sharing the clip online, May wrote, I was sent home early today because I didn't have, uh, didn't have on my commercial park shirt and they said that I was in the bathroom for too long. So they yelled at me and told me to go home. But since they made me go home early, I couldn't wait until after the game to tell everyone. 
uh, that an employee was spitting on customers' pizzas. The customers don't deserve this. This is disgusting. And for the company to threaten me and let me go for exposing the video is also disgusting. Sort of confused statement there that I don't really fully understand. Like, what, do you, you fall the gobbing? Or do you, do you don't like them, but you think the gobbing's too much? I don't get it. Lobsters. I don't fucking get it. Right, look, a uh, small announcement to make. Uh, I have a couple of tracks coming out soon on Prospect. The Dutch Hard Boys. Um, uh, two tunes. One of them is called uh, Hope, A Lack Thereof. And another is called Mesopotamian Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I'm going to play Hope, A Lack Thereof right now. Watch me. Fucking watch me. Lobsters. Oh, look, that stopped it. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, just to stop the pirates, you know? Quite meaty. It is noise. Actually, I'm I'm sort of somewhat lying to you by accident. The, the uh, it's actually three tracks. Here, look, I'll play another one. Where are we? Get rid of that. Stop that one. Uh, this one is called "Fuck It." In brackets, we'll do it live. Whatever it is, it's not right on the teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Yeah, there it is. We are gonna do. Okay, but okay. It's, yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. There's no words there. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. 
Yeah, that's called Fuck It, We'll Do It live uh, with uh, Bill O'Motherfucking Riley in it. Um, that should, yeah, should shift the cobwebs in the morning. Hey, look, I'll play the last one as well. Look, this is all three of them. Um, this is called Mesopotamian Motherfucker. It's fairly childish track names. I'll, uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Put your wallet away. That one's on me. got King Lobster himself on it. Marduk, he has eyes all the way around his head and he speaks magic words. He says, look, I'll go out there and I'll take on time out, but here's the rule. From here on, you follow me. I determine your destiny. I'm the top god. I'm the thing at the top of the highway. And all the other gods say, hey, look, no problem. No problem. You get rid of chaos, we do exactly what you say. Drummer bass farmer, I'm not entirely sure what Carl Sagan track you're talking about, so it's probably not one of mine.
rid of chaos, we do exactly what you say. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Remember, three o'clock this afternoon, it will be Rankins Records playing the finest drum and bass vinyl on flat earth. And remember, look, if you want to support the show, you can get one of these freaking uh, Rankins Records t-shirts are now available. You can get them on threshold.fm at the store. Uh, 25 notes, free shipping all around the world. Lifetime guarantee. Satisfaction guarantee, double-sided print, can't say fucking fairer than that. Let's go, threshold.fm, go to the store. And then... Then he creates human beings to inhabit that world and to serve the gods. And he creates human beings out of the blood of Caleb, the worst of the demons. Yep! Uh, yeah, that was the last of the three tracks of mine on uh, my new EP, which is going to be out on Prospect soon. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. I will be back at 3pm this afternoon. I will also be back at 10am tomorrow. The live stream later this afternoon will be on Facebook. Uh, fuck the Zuck. Let's cuck the Zuck. We'll do our best uh, to muck the Zuck. Um, until then, be peaceful, be righteous. Don't let your memes be dreams. Increase the peace. Go out and do something nice for someone else. Go out and, you know, go out and help a motherfucker. Motherfuckers always needing help. There's, you know, there's no shortage of that. And, you know, be a good lobster. Come on. Lobsters. All right. Love you all. I'll see you later.